0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to round two of the Horror Heroes Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast, the only show on the web that'll make you sick and tired of pop culture stuff. I am Jason Green, and with me, as always, is Sean Smith. Hello. Hello. Also with us today is the delicious Dan Katz.
1: Hola. You Katz need to stop Del- that, Jason. Katz.
0: No. <laughs> also with us today is the maestro, Mike Dowling. Hello. How you doing, brother, brother?
2: I'm okay. How are you?
0: Good. And rounding out this crew is Harambe's biggest fan, Mr. Steve Coltis. Here we go. (laughs) Brother, brother. Are we we a motley crew? We're a pretty motley crew. Whoa. Yeah. Kick stuff. Oh, dude, I was I was uh, that song was in um that movie Shoot 'em up. Mike, remember when we watched Shoot 'em up in college, oh. the Clive Owen movie?
2: No. I
0: remember <laughs> I remember watching that with you and we both liked it. With Paul Giamatti and Clive Owen, crazy movie where they're shooting at each other and they're saving yeah, a baby.
1: And he has a carrot, yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, he's carries like yeah. carrots. Watch a the crazy, crazy movies instead; they're better. <laughs> I loved shoot him Up, such a good movie. When he's having sex with a girl and he like shooting people, he's having sex with her, and he's like, "That's how you blow a load." I was like, "Ha ha, yeah," or "That's how you shoot a load." I don't know, but that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This is round two of our Horror Heroes Tournament. You can subscribe to us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Get caught up with the first episode of our Horror Heroes Tournament. And without further ado, Sean. Please explain.
3: Help. How... Bless, <laughs> Bless you. you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Please explain what we're doing.
1: Uh, well, this is one of our normal bracket of tournaments. If you want to take a look at the bracket, you can go on uh, either our uh, Twitter page or our Facebook page, and uh, you can see the updated bracket of what we have so far. And basically, this, this is a, com- uh, a, a collection of all the best uh, horror uh, protagonists in uh, all the uh, famous horror movies. And uh, we've whittled whittled them down from 32 to 16 that we have left right now. And uh, each matchup is going to be judged based on three categories, either um, the uh, survival ability, the strength of their threat, or head-to-head fight between uh, the two. Um, So, yeah, I guess uh, we'll get started then with our first matchup. We have number one seed, Ellen Ripley from the Alien series, Uh, four film appearances. Uh, her major threat is the Xenomorph, and her weapons include a flamethrower and fust- futuristic technology. And uh, she's facing off against number nine seed, Sidney Prescott, from the Scream series. Mm. Uh, four, also four film appearances. Uh, her major threat is Ghostface. Uh, her weapons include a gun, a knife, and a tube TV.
2: <laughs> Mike, would you like to start us off? No, because I wasn't a part of this last week.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Did you agree to come on?
2: <laughs> so someone work lead, lead me into it.
4: Right, well, Ripley also has a pulse rifle, so you kind of skipped over that. That bit the the flamethrower is attached to a pulse rifle, so
0: so she has a gun, which means yeah. she wins. <laughs> no.
4: She's we're not going to much... fall into that trap again. <laughs> a yeah.
0: argument for everything,
4: <laughs> but uh. I'm pretty sure it's kind of easily seen that xenomorphs are way more deadly than any of the Ghost Face killers would be.
3: <laughs> What's <up>? uh, <laughs> uh
4: So that one wins out. out uh. Survivability, technically, uh, I mean, it, it, it might go to Sydney because she doesn't die. But uh, I think in a head-to-head fight, Ripley's just a lot Tougher, than yeah. And I
0: Ripley's see. also a commando, like an army. Person. Uh, not really. No, <laughs> she isn't?
4: she's just like a warrant officer and a pilot.
0: Well, so. I'm sure she has combat training to some degree.
4: No. no. <laughs> yeah,
0: she's... but if you're an officer and she's meant to give you some hand-to-hand combat, it's at, at some point. Um, no. <laughs> well, I'm sure she could beat up, Sydney
2: Prescott. Fair enough.
0: Yeah. Uh,
4: th- She's basically a glorified trucker in space in the first movie.
3: Mm, and then she was in
4: sleep for like fifty something years and then woke up and then just became like a warehouse worker. <laughs> so oh,
0: fuck. That's my nightmare. <laughs> 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 uh, um I'm leaning more towards Sydney, but um I mean not Sydney, sorry. I meant to say Ripley. Whoa. That was weird. Um Steve, <laughs> would you like to interject anything?
5: uh city prescott's supposed to be like a teenager in the movie right or is she like in her 20s
4: well the first one she's in high school yeah second one she's in college third one she's like a little more grown up and then the fourth one is like she's
5: an old woman. Later. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> ripley beats the fuck out of a teenager i could if i was rip i would beat the shit out of a teenager <laughs> wait what? what one was that I'm just, I'm just saying, Ripley. I'm just saying, like, if it came down to that, I think, I think Ripley would win, just because I don't know.
0: Yeah, She's but more what what,
5: what,
1: what if uh, the the teenager had a bunch of rolled up porno mags and they were attacking her with them?
5: <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man, that's, that's sticky. <laughs> Ew. Oh yeah, just
0: like the the milk powered android.
5: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
0: terrible. So I, I think Ripley wins in uh, survivability. Because she was able to survive the Alien Queen and use her wits to go into that. No, giant. I
1: I would say Sydney is uh, uh, survivability wins because she doesn't die, whereas Ripley has has died before.
0: Yeah, um, but uh, you're right. I mean, I'm I'm based in, I've only seen Alien one and two, and well, she uh, dies and, in three. So yeah, <laughs> I know I know that. But so I was gonna say was I don't know how she dies in three. How she dies and doesn't she like fall into lava or something? she some sacrifices shit? herself. Oh, see, but she sacrificed there's another herself. reason why she does it, too, so... Well, she has an egg, I mean, an alien inside of her, right? Spoiler.
4: coiler. <laughs> yeah. Technically, she starts the movie dead, more or less.
1: Yeah, because she's, she's already impregnated. Sense. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'll, I would go Sydney for survival, and then I'd go greater threat would be uh, Ripley. So to me, it comes down to the the actual fight themselves.
0: Mm. Um, I think Ripley's got the upper hand. I just feel she like she would just go into a mech suit.
1: She could, <laughs> but I don't know. I, I, but then again, like if Sydney had a gun, that mech suit isn't going to help with that.
2: Yeah,
0: but well, we, Ripley
2: we were just saying be, Don't this use could the be garden. Alien Resurrection Ripley with the acid blood. Yeah. Oh, no, she would just dunk I haven't
4: did. even been considering that one cuz uh even though Mike you weren't here last week I was arguing that Nancy shows up in three movies because of New Nightmare and uh, Sean was saying that Ripley's in four movies because of Alien Resurrection. I'm like, "Uh, ah, it's eh, you know.
1: Listen, it's all about the the, the clone's rights. We need <laughs> we need to look out for the clones." It's all about the yeah,
4: game and how you play it. if we're by Ripley 8, Ripley 8 would fucking destroy Sydney, no question. That's yeah, kind
1: of... in a one on one basketball game, I know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dunk it. I <laughs> um,
1: gotta fuck to get off the spaceship.
0: <laughs> Ron Perlman. <laughs> uh, and Tuco's in that movie, too. Yeah. Just like tight, tight, tight. <laughs> Looking Tuco. <laughs> <laughs> but I think uh, Ripley has the upper hand in combat if you're in factoring in guns. Because she has the flamethrower slash pulse, pulse rifle, and then she's also walking around in a giant mech suit too. I know that's not a gun, but I'm pretty sure that would give her the upper hand. Just yeah, use I, those like those crab claw things to crush Sydney's little head. I kind of feel like
1: she's had more battle experience than Sydney, like in higher yeah. stakes
0: and every like you know. Yeah, she
3: fought. Sydney's, she fought an she android. Not really
4: battle experience is more actual like running and surviving on her feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, yeah. I'm going. Anyone I'm going
4: surviving going. fucking LV four twenty six and aliens has pretty high survival. Is <laughs> uh, many people made it off that that planet.
0: So yeah. Well, I'm going for Ellen Ripley.
1: Yeah, same
4: here. Dan. Yeah, I'm going to go Ripley.
5: Mike.
2: I believe I would also go with Ripley.
5: Believe uh, it or Steve. Not. That's <laughs> what I. I go. I would go Ripley as well. All right. I think we know who wins.
1: Yes, Sidney Prescott moves on to the next <laughs> round. <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, let's go to the next matchup. We have number five seed, the Ghostbusters, two film appearances. Uh, their major threats are Gozer and Vigo the Carpathian, and their weapons are the proton packs. Um, and they're facing off against number four seed, Danny Torrance from The Shining. Uh, oh, one. Man. Stop that! <laughs> One film appearance. Uh, his major threats are Jack Torrance and the Overlook Hotel, and his weapons are the ability to shine, and he has premonitions.
3: The
5: ability, to, the ability to shin.
0: <laughs> you don't <laughs> want to get sued. The shinin.
5: <laughs> um. Mike,
2: now, why don't you start us off? Yes. Okay. Now that I got a little bit of a flow into this, uh, this seems what like impressive. a no-brainer to me. Ghostbusters, all the way. Um, survivability like they, they, well, well, well one they, they survived two movies <laughs> uh, and these are big threats where Danny was in an isolated his, his real threat was only in, in isolation with these ghosts and his uh, abusive father uh, bigger threats you know the Stay puff Marshmallow Man could totally crush anybody and you know well, you got Jack with a fucking axe and head-to-head, uh, head, you know, fucking one good swift kick to a child's face
3: will kill him. <laughs> See, this is what you we tried to figure out that? last
1: week. <laughs> because uh, we were trying to debate whether or not Dr. Gordon would use his metal foot to punt Danny Torres.
2: <laughs> <laughs> like a football. See, they, I, I feel like the, you know the Ghostbusters would just be using that NES advantage and just walk the Statue of Liberty right through him.
0: And then Bill Murray would say, I just thought these girls were funny. And then no one would laugh. (laughs)
2: Uh,
0: Silence. Yeah. Uh, Now, I do have to hand it to Danny, though, because he does seem like. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. Dan, you do seem like. (coughs) You do seem like a smart little kid because uh, Danny Torrance used his um, wits to cover up his snowy footprints In the hedge maze, he hid in a bunch of uh, sink cabinets. Uh, So he was able to survive a deranged Jack Nicholson. But I do think the ghosts are a bigger threat than uh, Jack Nicholson.
3: Now they're ghosts.
2: ghosts. (laughs) (laughs) Than less harmful ghosts. Well,
1: they're kind of both up against ghosts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but and you know what? I'm pretty sure Danny was afraid of those ghosts. But the ghostbusters oh, they ain't ghostbusters. afraid of no ghosts. Why did
0: I ask you going? <laughs> um the ghosts in the Overlook Hotel are more like like a, a sort of like, like demons poltergeist type thing. The ghostbusters ghosts are like like I guess they're, I don't know. and they're Have
3: not You
2: seen those fucking those dog well, things no, they that, are, but... that that Ripley turned into.
3: <laughs>
2: huh? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm just saying, like the those fucking
0: dogs and Ghostbusters, and like you got like the ghost that like spit slime at them. There's no one in the Overlook Hotel doing that shit.
1: Well, we don't know. Have you been <laughs> to one of their parties?
4: Ew. You got the bear and, and oh, that's right.
0: You got the bear and uh, the the other dude having the a butler. Party. <laughs> forgot about that. Yeah. And they possess Jack to get an axe. Okay, let's get back on track here.
5: I'm leaning more towards the Ghostbusters, but Steve. What do you think? The Ghostbusters would kick that child in the face. So <laughs> even, if they did, even if they didn't have proton packs, it's like, no, you're a kid. If you act weird, I'm gonna kick you in the leg. Get away from me. Don't you feel like um, they would
1: be a little nicer to a kid though? I mean, they used no, to No, they, they did
5: birthday. They parties. They did birthday parties. Yeah. They would be. They would be nice to him. If anything, I think these characters would work together. But if we're putting them against each other, I, I mean, I feel like the Ghostbusters
1: uh, would would like. Pretend like they're working with Danny and then somehow trap him. And then, oh, Jesus Christ. And then that's how that's how they would win. They
4: just put him in the ghost trap.
0: It's fine. They'd pull the shin in out of him. <laughs> They'd make a a, a child sized ghost trap and just stuff him in.
5: <laughs> ow, ow! Get in there, you little bastard.
0: <laughs> it's like Pokemon, both kids.
5: Yeah. Uh, uh, survivability, I mean, uh, Jack only survives one movie and the Ghostbusters survive two, so. I mean, they do both do survive, but the Ghostbusters kind of have to go through more ordeals. Um, and then uh, threat. Uh, I feel like, for me, the threat level or, like, the, uh, the greater threat level would be the Ghostbusters because uh, just because Gozer and Vigo both, they threaten the entire world, whereas the ghosts in the Overlook Hotel kind of just, you know, they're in the hotel. They're not trying to take over anything. They're just doing their thing in the hotel, messing with whoever comes in, whereas Vigo and Gozer both want to take over the entire world. So I feel that it would make that would make the threat greater. Yeah. I mean, it's
4: like the difference between the Amazing Spider-Man series and Spider-Man Homecoming.
5: Yeah, and that's why Homecoming's better. <laughs> You're not wrong.
0: <laughs> Every other Sony Spider-Man movie is just him saving the world. At least Homecoming is a little more reserved. I loved Homecoming. That was a good movie. Anyway, I'm going with the Ghostbusters. Mike, what about you? Uh
2: Ghostbusters.
4: Dan? Uh for pretty much everything that's already been said already, and yeah, I have to vote against myself and go Ghostbusters.
0: That's all right, Dan. Sean lost last round, so now I guess you have to lose this one. Uh and Sean. Yeah. He made it further than you.
4: That's cool.
1: <laughs> Fuck you then, Ghostbusters.
0: <laughs> uh, hey, did you guys know that twenty six years ago today drop dead Fred premiered?
1: And that's how many that's people care. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, what's next?
1: Uh, our next matchup, we have number 11 seed, Seth Gecko from, uh, from Dust Dawn. One film appearance. His major threats are vampires. Uh, his weapons include guns, holy water, and a wooden stake impaler. And he's facing off against number 14 seed, Jennifer Hills, from I Spit on Your Grave. Uh, one film appearance. Uh, her major threats are rapists. And uh, her weapons include knives, guns, and the ability to seduce men.
3: Woohoo that, that name is. on the
4: bracket looks wrong cuz it was not the same as it was
5: last week need to fix it again.
4: yes it's been corrected
1: How
5: was that noise <laughs> someone's deep in their microphone <laughs> sorry
0: um, <laughs> i feel do you think do you guys think that uh,
5: hills would uh seduce seduce gecko
0: it oh, yeah, would be I mean,
3: easy
5: <laughs> yeah, yeah. gecko's Gekko, a slime bag he would get seduced and killed in a second uh I feel like the only – well, I mean, survivability, they both survive, so that's a toss-up. But, mm. I mean, threat level obviously goes to Seth because – I'm sorry, lady listeners, but vampires are more of a threat than rapists, at least in the movie world. Because I don't of know about Hollywood.
3: Humans.
5: Yeah, but what <laughs> about yeah, vampire yeah, rapists? Per- oh, God, that's terrible. <laughs> uh. Uh, in the head-to-head fight, though, she would seduce him and murder him easily. You think so? I guess – it really comes down yeah, to survivability yeah, because, I mean, they both survived.
2: You know I what? mean, if it was the other gecko, sure, I think she would seduce him quickly. But Seth?
1: Yeah, now that I think about it, like, Salma Hayek did try to seduce him and it didn't work.
2: Yeah. And Salma Hayek was pretty
5: hot. Oh, hell Before yeah.
0: Especially Before in the Hitman's
5: could... Bodyguard, hell yeah. Before she turned into, like, the pig vampire monster thing. Oh, I forgot about that. Still, hey. still hot. She was, she was still sexy. Yeah. 10, still, 10 out of 10. Still would bang. Still would bang. 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, yeah, See, this is the weird thing, is that uh, their su- survival ability is almost identical because they're both in one movie. They both survive. Their threat, obviously, Seth has a much larger threat. Um, so it's really hard to judge this one other than you have to think about the fight because if Je- if jennifer wins the fight i don't know how you how you make the vote here um so just based off of that i might go with gecko
3: mm. yeah
4: i i personally think that uh the only reason that seth didn't get seduced is because he could tell that something was weird well maybe he could tell like, something was weird with her but he was also focused on you know not even getting caught up with anybody. He wanted to just get away. So that's that's my argument there. But uh, I feel like I'd have to go the opposite way just based on Jennifer's previous uh, run at it. Like she didn't have to fully seduce everyone to kill them. She she was pretty effective either way. Yeah, but uh. don't you
1: think that her fake wooden leg would uh would would have no, no, nothing. Okay, fine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> LOL. I get it.
2: I get it.
0: I don't. Yeah, I, I really don't know who to go. With.
2: Mike, help me out. Uh, I got. I gotta go with Gecko. Um, that guy. I, I. I. This is, and it's also. It's very difficult. I'm very biased here because I haven't seen any of the uh, Spit on Your Grave movies. Oh, well, you've seen the
0: spit on your mouth movies though. For shame. Yeah,
2: you know. But uh I don't know, just everything presented to me here in these in these arguments and then what I've just seen of Seth Gecko's character, it's like he he's usually on top of the situation. Well, he's usually on top of the situation uh, and he's quick to react. He's not fucking hesitant to kill anybody. I mean, they were killers before the events of the movie, right? The Gecko Brothers.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I thought
0: they were like just robbers. They're murderers too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh
2: yeah. So I mean, like this guy would have no problem putting a bullet in this lady's face the moment he meets her.
0: Damn, oh. that's cold blooded.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Last time I saw, <laughs> I I saw Dust
0: Till Dawn was on VHS. It's been a while. <laughs>
2: Got to upgrade. Oh, and man. buddy.
4: Oh uh, Jesus Christ! This is actually funny because this. This battle for me, like in both characters' cases, their their story is enhanced by the remakes, but we're not including the remakes at all. So, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. George Clooney
1: was pretty effective.
4: The clones. Oh yeah, but they they've fleshed out the geckos in general so much better on the yeah. TV now they're show. selling insurance. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, but ah. Then, uh, Steve Gen- Jennifer's much more. Uh, I'd say intimidating in in the remakes than uh, the original.
1: Yeah, until you find out that to... she's batshit insane. Uh,
3: Steve,
5: <laughs> I think I'd have to vote. I'd have to vote Seth purely because he has all of his appendages and she has a wooden leg. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'd, I, would vote, not... I would vote. I would vote Seth. Okay.
1: Well, Jason, it's been nice. Let's move on to the next matchup. <laughs> yeah. Huh? Uh, we are, we have three uh-huh. for Seth already.
0: Oh, I, didn't, I I only heard Steve say Seth. I was waiting on you guys, but yeah, Seth too. Okay, let's go.
1: <laughs> All right. Uh, our next matchup we have number ten seed Kirsty Cotton from the Hellraiser series. Uh, four appearances. Her major threats are Pinhead and Doctor Channard. Uh, her weapons are the ability to bargain with Pinhead, and she has a gun. Uh, <laughs> She is facing off against number two seed, Clary Starling, from uh, from the Hannibal Lecter series. Uh, two appearances, uh, Major Threads of Buffalo Bill, Mason Verger, and Hannibal Lecter. And her weapons are FBI training, intelligence, guns, and resiliency.
0: Would you do me? I'd do me. What is this, a fucking cable TV version? Yeah. That's what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps. Would you calling us sloppy? sloppy. We're not sloppy. (laughs) (laughs) Calling us clowns.
1: um, This is this is a rough one. Uh, Both survive all their movies. Mm. Um, I would think that Kirsty would have the bigger threat. I would think.
0: Yeah.
1: However, Clarice um, would would just straight up murder her um cuz she does have the FBI training she is she has killed many people uh in fact they make a note of that in Hannibal she's killed she's what the the one officer has killed the most uh people in her line of duty yeah um Damn, she's cold as eyes yeah uh so i think it just boils down to who survived better for me at least um and that's a tough one because yeah Kirsty has survived four movies one of them doesn't really count because she was just on a videotape um so and she she was in like a mental institution but um (laughs) but she did technically she survived the first one she survived the second one uh i mean she was the main uh force to defeat chenard in the second one um and then by the fourth one it turns out that she has been playing her husband the whole time by dealing with Pinhead. So,
0: wow, oh wow, uh,
1: this is a tough one for me. I, I need I need some uh, some help with this one.
2: Mike, you're up. Uh, Dan, you're up. <laughs> Hot potato. <laughs>
4: this is a situation where Book Clarice would uh, have a, a much more definitive edge. Because in that one at the end of Hannibal, rather than him just getting away, they actually like abscond together. And are like a couple in another country. That's how the book ends. So she goes to the dark side, basically.
1: Yeah, but I don't see how that um, helps her in any way through the tournament.
4: It just shows that she'd be willing to do anything. anything. She, she did. Adapts. She handcuffed him. <laughs>
0: she adapts to any situation, just like that black guy from X-Men First Class. Remember when he turns into a fish?
4: Remember when he gets a nuke dropped inside of him and he doesn't adapt?
0: Yeah, he just blows
4: up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny. Uh,
3: <laughs>
4: I, I feel like I have to give this one to Clarice, though. I mean, Kirsty obviously has a, a much bigger threat. Uh, they both survive. Kirsty survives by bargaining her way out of things clarice is actually pretty active in her survival i will
1: will give kirsty credit though in the second movie she had to put on some uh dead person's skin to trick chenard into uh getting killed so dead (laughs) uh, so she kind of you know she kind of stood on her own there and really really saved everyone
0: hmm okay Yeah, I have no fucking idea. I haven't seen Uh, any of these movies. But
4: in Head to Head, I think, uh, an FBI agent going up against the girl that essentially, unless she somehow figured out a way to have the the Cenobites go after Clarice, she's just the girl, maybe with a gun, versus someone that has a gun and FBI training.
1: Yeah, that's what's weird, because that's kind of what happens in, in in, uh, what is it, the 5th, 6th one? That she's in, uh, she has a, that She does that to her husband. <laughs> she makes yeah. the Cenobites go <laughs> after him. And then you don't find that out until at the end. Um, but anyway, Mike, what do you think?
2: Oh, man. Um, head to head, I'm going to say Clarice. Because uh, I haven't seen that Hellraiser one where Kirsty kills her husband with Cenobites. So I don't Sandbox? count. Yes. <laughs> Uh bigger threat is definitely, you know, the demons of hell versus the demons of earth. Um and survivability. Uh I I I I feel like surviving the bigger threat counts more than right? Like I I feel like that would go to Kirsty for me. Uh yeah, I think I gotta go with Kirsty. Just you know, based on the two out of three.
5: Mm. Uh, Steve, he said, "I can <laughs> smell your son." <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: for, 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 for a second, I thought that was a different person.
5: <laughs> <laughs> she took my phone. She said the line. Um, <laughs> but. Yeah, head to head, head to head, it's an FBI agent versus a girl. I mean, that's really needs to be said about that. Um, survivability. Uh, I mean, Clarice actively survives. Like she doesn't barely scrape by, like running and kind of like you know, barely making it. I feel like she's more proactive in her survival. Like she mm. tries to survival. She oh, she, tries to survival. <laughs> she tries to survive. She tries to survive. Whereas uh, Christy kind of just like barely hangs on and
2: like kind of yeah, just.
1: But again, uh, Hellraiser 2, oh, like she, that I was mean, her plan. And,
2: and, and with, such, with such a bigger threat, I think if she was put in the same position against the other, the people of the uh, the Hannibal series, I feel like she would also survive.
1: Oh, I don't know about that.
4: Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I am saying like the Cenobites and in- always aren't really actively trying to kill her because of what she's doing. Whereas she goes into like a den of actual psychopaths that all want her dead, <laughs> like Buffalo Bill or Hannibal, or
5: it's stuck in the pig pit. Like, Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Although, Sean, I will concede... you a real big fat lady. What's that? She wears a person suit, so I concede that... I'm just saying like
1: I just, that it, I feel like we're kind of shitting on her right now. <laughs> and she has done things. Like she has been pro- it wasn't it's not that she's just running away from the cenobites throughout the entire series. She she has done things.
4: I think it, that's what she's famous for cuz everyone's seen that shot of her running down the fucking hallway.
1: <laughs> but anyway, Steve, what's your official vote?
5: Oh man, I think I'm just gonna have to go. I think I might have to just go Christy because uh, she she deals with a lot more than uh, Clarice does. Clarice deals like like Mike said, it's like the demons of the earth, and like there are some pretty terrible people on Earth. But hmm. when you survive hell demons and are constantly dealing with hell demons, like I feel like that gives you an edge. So yeah, I'll go with uh, Kirsty or Christy or Kirsty Alley or whoever it is. Uh,
1: Jason.
0: <laughs> Kirsty Alley. I'm gonna go with uh, Cosmo Kramer. Um, I think I'm going to go with Kirstie Alley as well. (laughs) Hmm. Remember when they bought back Kirstie for a TV show and Michael Richards was in it and then it got canceled? (laughs) Yeah, I do.
1: Well, I guess my vote doesn't count then. So uh, we already have three for Kirstie. So I guess she's going to move on. Wow, that's a Moving on
3: To the inside. Derek, hey, Derek.
5: Derek, you Dude. listen to the show, Derek? She didn't have a gun. It, well, she had a gun. She didn't use it. She made it, Derek.
0: <laughs> to <her> a <laughs> deluxe apartment in the sky.
1: I will say, I am going to miss uh, Steve's line reading for next week uh, for for Clarice. Oh. We're not going to have it anymore.
5: Oh, darn it. Say it anyway, Steve. It's a free country. Please. I can smell your cunt. <laughs>
1: All right, let's move on to the next match. We have number one seed, Ash Williams, from the Evil Dead series. Three film appearances. Uh, major threats are the Deadites, and his weapons are a chainsaw, boomstick, and a bionic hand. And he's facing Michael. off against number eight seed, Ben, from Night of the Living Dead. Uh, one film appearance. His major threats are zombies, and his weapons are shotgun, fire, and intelligence.
2: I was I like so be expecting... I, I, I'm glad... That you meant that you said who Ben was because when I saw Ben, I was like a rat.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like what
3: the fuck?
0: <laughs> oh, I love your laugh, Mike. It's <laughs> so. Uh.
1: Well, anyway, this is a clean sweep. Ash wins <laughs> all categories. Yeah. I, I will-
0: yeah yeah survivability. Like Head to head, he's got a fucking chainsaw arm. Sorry, Ben.
5: I thought Sean, when you were reading off the names, I thought you said Cat Williams. I was like, "What is he doing in here?" <laughs> <laughs> now let me tell you here, Boo Boo. <laughs> I'm
0: a pimp named Slickback. I'm a pimp. Yeah, I'm a pimp. It's like why are you you're gonna get killed what by the
5: zombies. Cat Williams got choked out by a 15-year-old.
1: Yes, and that's yeah, why watched- he would die immediately.
5: Yeah, yeah exactly. When? I watched the I watched the video. It was pretty. Uh, it was pretty sad. Now, don't go choking me out, boo boo. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible.
0: Terrible.
1: Uh, yeah, anyone not going no. with Ash?
4: No. I think we can yeah. just get, get this one out of the way for now. All right. We've, we decided last time Deadites and zombies clashed against each other, and Deadites win. So.
1: All right. Well, uh, let's move to the next one then. We have uh, number 12 seed uh, Lieutenant Lefty and Right. From uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Uh, one film appearance. His major threats are Leatherface and the Sawyer family. And his weapons are three chainsaws. One big ass one and, and two small ones.
0: Big ass chainsaw.
1: And he's facing off against number 13 seed Cherry Darling from Planet Terror. Uh, one film appearance. Uh, her major threats are the infected. And her weapons are a machine gun leg with a rocket launcher and an army of survivors. <laughs>
2: Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I think that's, for me, this sounds like a clean sweep for Carrie. How so? Uh, well, you got the infected as your villains as opposed to just a family of crazy fucks. Um, <laughs> I feel that they are much more of a threat. Um, survivability, I mean sherry survives right yeah i remember mm-hmm. she like goes on to like lead that group she's survivors. Queen. yeah
4: she's the queen
2: yeah and she um, has a
4: fucking mini gun for like then
2: yeah and like she can essentially fly from using that rocket launcher <laughs> leg thing <laughs> she does do like that, yeah. she, would, she would kill him
0: i remember watching <laughs> i remember watching the trailer for uh what was it planet terror when i saw 300 I was like, this movie looks was crazy. Pretty sure it was the trailer
4: for Grindhouse at that point?
0: Yeah, I know. They showed both trailers and they're like, yeah. coming to Grindhouse.
3: <laughs>
0: I have no idea who I'm going to pick yet. Uh, Steve, go.
3: Uh, 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 uh,
5: uh, Say the uh, line so. again, Steve. Uh, <laughs> That's the name of the tournament. He said, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> when you come over to my house on fire I say that to my parents. <laughs> I will. No, no, no,
3: no, Yo,
1: what, then, if if you, you could, Steve, if you could, could you, could you like, throw things too? Like, certain things from your hand?
5: <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. I slit oh. my wrist so I could die. Look at all the blood.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> you sound like Mexican, that essay.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, God.
5: Oh,
4: man. Steve.
1: Oh, but uh, it's fun.
5: Uh, as far as these go um, the the infected do pose a greater threat than a bunch of crazy rednecks but I mean the crazy rednecks do pretty pretty darn well to be fair but they're no they're not infected you know they're just they're just people who have gone insane like uh, hey, survival, survival, like I'm I'm familiar with the movies but as far as like survivability wise I can't really comment on that because I'm not super familiar Uh uh, but when you, and then when you look at the head to head, I mean, it comes back to our, comes back to our problem from the first yeah, leg like, of the tournament. Like Get ready, Derek. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Derek, get ready for this one. She has guns. So she wins. <laughs> She's got a gun.
0: Uh, I drop
5: yeah. you on that stack of dimes. You call a neck. <laughs> I got to breathe into the mic. <laughs> <laughs> like went down, on. When I went down to do bench press. It was really hard. <laughs> <laughs> I tried finding a good gym in the area so I had to do some push ups. Oh I feel like God. I feel like Stone Cold's constantly walking everywhere.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I'm going cherry on this one. Uh, definitely a bigger threat. She does survive, so that helps her. So two out of three even without the fight, which I think she would win anyway.
4: Um, I'm going cherry.
0: Damn. Yeah, Cherry on top for me.
4: Yeah, I gotta I gotta agree. Cherry uh kind of wins all three in the end. Lefty is an awesome character, but he doesn't survive, so that doesn't help his case.
0: Wait, look at the picture uh, I just sent, and look at the mutual friends. Mike, is that you?
2: What's happening? Mikey Dowling? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is not <laughs> uh, I anyway, thought you were friends with Max thanks Landis. Thanks, Jason. Mike. Thanks
1: for der- derailing I the conversation. I
2: will be Listen, next. if
0: Mike is friends with Max Landis, I'd like to know. <laughs>
1: I feel like you would know.
0: (laughs) You're right. Anyway, I'm going to go with Cherry. So she wins.
1: All right, Cherry moves on. So let's go to the next matchup. Cherry Ice Cream. Uh, This is a tough one. Uh, We have number six seed, Dr. Herbert West from the Reanimator series. Uh, Three appearances. His major threats are Dr. Hill and the Reanimated. His weapons are super intelligence, medical knowledge, and the ability to bring corpses back to life. And he's facing number three seed Nancy Thompson from the Nightmare on Elm Street series. Two film appearances, Dan. Two, three. two, three. and her major threats are uh, Freddy Krueger, and her Soldier weapons Nancy. Weapons are booby traps and the Dream Warriors. Dream
3: Warriors.
0: Dream. Aren't they remaking Dream Warriors? I was listening no. to that no. song
2: earlier today.
5: Yes, Mike. <laughs> I was. Uh, I did too. <laughs> uh well, good old docking
4: what are we docking
5: i'll say that that song <laughs> that song <laughs> is even
4: better than the alice cooper song for uh jason man behind the mask i think
1: oh uh, yeah
2: no i yeah I, I, I do enjoy. i enjoy them both but uh, i do yeah. like docking one better
1: yeah but what about the AC/DC hellraiser song
2: you mean motorhead <laughs> oh, I'm
4: sorry. I mean, Motorhead's
1: shit. <laughs> Fuck.
2: You loser! <laughs> Good day!
4: Hey, now you fucked up. Uh,
0: you do <laughs> done fucked up now. Alright, All right. let's get back on track here. Um, Herbert West, reanimator. What what the hell was Nancy Thompson? Thompson oh my the-
1: god. Oh, uh, Dan, go ahead.
4: <laughs> Nancy Thompson would be the... Uh, Protagonist from the original Nightmare on Elm Street film. Okay. And reappearing in one sequel. And, begrudgingly, I'll say she wasn't in New Nightmare, but she was. It's fine. Whatever. Um, <laughs> survivability. I guess Herbert technically wins because Nancy does die. Spoiler. All right. Uh, threat level. Uh, Midnight. I, I think... It, I think yeah. <laughs> two minutes to midnight i think uh freddy is probably a a bit more of a threat than than the reanimated yeah you could because you can you can defeat the reanimated it's kind of hard to say how to defeat freddy at this point because even if you think you destroyed him in the dream world he keeps coming back
0: yeah and like you could avoid the reanimated just like run away really fast you can't avoid going to sleep, though. They tried that in that remake of Nightmare on Elm Street, and they ended up just falling asleep in the grocery store. <laughs> like that Asian kid.
4: Uh, and, uh, I don't know, in head-to-head, I mean, we've seen how crafty Nancy can be, even going up against the doctor. I feel like she'd she pull through, so I think two out of three wins it for Nancy for me.
0: Okay. <clears> okay. <throat> John,
1: Oh, I'm still thinking. Um, oh. Let's see. Uh, survivability. Yeah, Herbert would win that. Um, even though it seems like he dies in all the movies, he somehow comes back. <laughs> That's yeah.
0: excellent survivability. Yeah,
1: <laughs> just when you think that you're dead and then you just pop back up. That's um, every day when threat
3: I wake con.
1: up. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, threat level. This, is, this is, uh This is an interesting one because... Freddy only really is powerful against a certain group of people.
2: Um, And usually only if... I mean, until... What was it? Part six? It was only, like, if they were in Springwood.
1: Yeah, so... Even though he... If if you are being, uh, you know chased after by freddy then yeah that is a big threat but not everyone is whereas anyone can be attacked by someone who's been reanimated or awake or asleep exactly um so i might have to give west that too which means the fight wouldn't matter because i think nancy would kick his ass uh so i'm gonna have to go herbert west on this one Mm. mike
2: Hmm. uh i'm also going uh i'm also going herbert west i feel in many ways that the reanimated are a bigger threat uh yes herbert west already because i i didn't see i saw only the first uh reanimator i'm assuming he pseudo dies in the in his final appearance as well Uh, Well,
1: okay. so at the end of Ride Reanimator, he is um, you think that he's crushed under a bunch of rocks that are falling from uh, from the the, like it's like a a cathedral or whatever that they're in underground. Um, And you think that he's dead. And then they made a third one where he's clearly not dead uh, and he's in a prison. And then at the end of the movie, he escapes prison. So.
2: okay. so, yeah, he definitely uh, wins (laughs) survivability there. And... um... I mean, yeah, that it wouldn't matter head to head then at that point. But head to head, I think he might win as well. Because I mean, what, what 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 does Nancy do? She fucking sets up the uh, exploding goes light bulb. Block. That's about it.
3: Hmm.
2: Oh,
0: I, I don't know why I thought of this, but when I was at New York Comic Con, uh, they did the. I was at the Twisted Tunes panel with all the cartoon voice actors, and the one dude who did uh, Scary Terry was uh, reading
2: Ghostbusters. He's like, yeah, come yeah. Vankman, bitch. <laughs> Did you go in my booth?
0: I couldn't, man. Dude, the line was literally out, like, was fucking near the door, dude. I, I kept going back periodically to see if the line would go down, and it just didn't. And then by the time, like, I went back again, it was closed. Mm, so.
1: Sounds like Sorry. a lot of excuses to me.
0: Yeah. 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 Truth <laughs> is, I never even found your booth. No, I'm kidding. I found it. It looked great. I just couldn't, wasn't able to go inside, Like, oh. unlike you, though. Hey. <laughs> uh, but anyway steve.
5: i'm going oh you said steve sorry <laughs> <laughs> uh sh- balls. hey sean does anybody have a gun
1: <laughs> uh who n- oh, does herbert carry a gun that's a good question i'm trying to remember because nancy definitely doesn't uh John
5: cole has a gun <laughs> Maybe if <laughs> I got a shotgun, bang bang. <laughs>
1: maybe if Nancy uh was in present day she could get a gun permit, but I don't think uh I don't I don't know about Herbert. Uh
2: I, mean, I feel like she had access to one because her father was a cop. Yeah. But now she that's a very irresponsible father. Weren't weren't they
1: yeah. weren't her and her him and her mom separated though? Uh were they? I don't remember that.
2: I don't think he lived up there. He, he's, he's the one who installed the bars on the windows.
1: Yeah, but he could have done that anyway. Whether I he think lived there they or
4: were that. they were having some issues, so he wasn't staying at home. Yeah, because I don't and remember him being issues in the house probably much. being her being a fucking drunk. Because yeah, one of my favorite parts of that movie is just seeing all the bottles of alcohol in frame whenever that bitch is on screen, like in the background.
5: <laughs> uh, uh, I think. Uh... I think I'd actually have to go with a good old. I'd have to go with old Herbie Hancock. No, with a with Herbert there. Yeah, he, uh, the uh, what the uh, the point you made about not everybody being threatened by Freddy is true because he only hunts like a select group of people. You don't see like Freddy going to like you know I don't know going to like Russia and killing a bunch of people. It's always the same people in that neighborhood. So just don't move to Elm Street. Everyone stay away. Yeah, right? <laughs> Make sure it's Right. Just stay away, <laughs> Steve.
1: Is are, are you insinuating that you would like Freddy to invade Russia?
5: I think I am, in the name of America. Well, if, if New
4: Nightmare at least counts as a movie, he he could invade Russia, so it's fine.
5: Yeah, just be some but crazy um, dreams. Yeah,
0: actually, go, Freddy would just get drunk he
5: can, off of like he can cause earthquakes. <laughs> yeah, I'll go. I'll go. I'll go, Herbert. Yeah.
1: All right, and uh, Jason.
5: I'm going to go with
0: uh, Herbert Wiest. I thought you said East. Oh,
1: you, oh I thought you said Wiest. All right. Well, uh, he's going to move You're on good. to the next round.
0: You're good. So, You're good.
1: So let's go to the uh, the main event for tonight. We have uh, two Brock carpenters.
3: Going
1: up. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, we have two carpenters going up against each other. We have number 10 seed, <laughs> John Nada from They Live. Uh, Nada. One film appearance. His major threats are aliens, and his weapons are subliminal sunglasses, a shotgun, uh, firing skill, or I'm sorry, fighting skills, and uh, more guns. And uh, he's facing off against number two seed, RJ McReady from The Thing. Um, One film appearance. His major threat is The Thing, and his weapons are intelligence, ability to fly a helicopter, a flamethrower, explosives, and a gun.
4: And I feel technically he's yeah. a Vietnam vet, but mm-hmm. is that a weapon? I feel
0: like, well, it'll be its survivability. That makes him man. a weapon. <laughs> a survivor Viet Cong. You'd be uh, like Rambo. I feel like uh, McCre- McCready's threat was bigger, and he's like he survived a bigger threat because if uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper never got those glasses, he would have never been harmed. Those alien creatures were like pretty much harmful unless he you know he started attacking them and then that's yeah and down. if uh
1: if mccready would have went near the dog he would have been screwed <laughs> we can play this game
0: <laughs> well i mean yeah we could but that still doesn't mean that the uh the thing isn't a bigger threat than the they live monster i'm not saying a
1: bigger threat i'm just saying like saying that if he didn't have the glasses then he would be ineffective
0: is just not true Okay, even if he did have the glasses and he was seeing those creepy people, those aliens weren't going out of their way to kill them. If nobody ever went – if if the dog never transformed the thing, it still would have tried to assimilate those people and attack them but one way only, or the other.
1: But that's only because there's nowhere else to go, whereas there's a ton of places to go and they live.
0: I. <laughs> I don't see your point. all'm all, all I'm saying is the aliens and they live weren't going out of their way to try to kill Roddy Piper. He made not at he first survived he survived a mess that he started making. you know what I mean? If he put on those glasses and you see the skeleton people walk around you know what but if he said, yeah,
1: I feel like that's a moot point because there was a militia starting even before Nada figured out what was going on. so it would have happened regardless whether he joined up or not
0: don't remember that part, but I take your word for it.
3: <laughs> oh,
0: man. Well, I'm still going with McCready for survivability. Uh, head-to-head. Um, see, I don't know. Rowdy Roddy Piper's a wrestler. He was suplexing Keith David pretty well.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe McCready wouldn't want to put on the glasses. But uh, <laughs> he's probably getting snow in his eyes, so he probably wants to put the glasses on. Um, I don't know. I really feel like... Uh, Rowdy Nada would win in a hand-to-hand comment, to be completely honest. Okay. So? Someone take it away, I'm still thinking.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mike, you're a big uh, John Carpenter <laughs> fan. What do you think?
2: Oh, man. Um. This is fucking rough. Uh, oh, yeah, Mike.
1: Just the way your mother yeah. likes it. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh, yeah, oh, bitch. So- Bigger threat? Uh, I mean, we don't know the <laughs> scope of the things threat thing. worldwide. I feel like, whereas the creatures and they live, they've already kind of taken over the world. They were controlling it from like, from from the outside. So it's like the I feel reptiles, like, I feel like they're kind of a, they were kind of a bigger threat. Uh, maybe in a in a per- more personal setting, the thing is a, a bigger threat. You know, just one to one, but. Uh, overall, I think the, the aliens in They Live were a bigger threat. Um,
0: They're a more insidious threat, though. Like, I I think I think Rowdy Roddy Piper could have survived if he just went about his day and acted as it was business as usual, where McCready and everyone in the Arctic base, they would have all been killed if they never noticed the dog changing or anything like that. But you again, know what I mean?
1: It would have gotten out because, like I said, there was a militia who was getting ready to take over and try to get rid of the aliens
0: yeah but you don't really
2: know if that would have affected nada and i think it really matters on like what you consider a threat you know uh the thing just kind of wants to eat you in a way whereas these uh they live aliens kind of want you to live for them which which is worse you know um Mm. so i'm gonna say the bigger threat for me is going to be they live um survivability I mean, if if the thing took place in any other setting, then McCready. But there's pretty damn good chance he dies at the end of that, just from isolation. Yeah,
0: I mean, uh, like I said, the PlayStation Two game is a direct sequel, and he lives. But we're not yeah, counting okay.
3: that. Okay. So I'm
0: just gonna say he freezes to death. With uh, hey, that's right. Keith David was in both of these movies. I just realized that. Yeah. And they were
2: both directed by John Carpenter. Yeah. How about that?
0: They both take place in the 80s. Oh, man. Rowdy Rada Piper should have totally interfered in the thing and just suplexed Keith David and then run off, <laughs> run off screen.
2: Yeah, but uh, hand-to-hand, I think I would have given it to McCready.
0: You think so? Because yeah. we, we we see Nada's display of skill in that back-alley brawl. Yeah. But, um, I, I'm, I'm going with um, McCready, two out of three. I think he survives a bigger threat. I think the thing is a bigger threat, but Nada I think, would— beat the shit out of him in a hand-to-hand combat. That's still two out of three, so I'm going with
2: uh, Kurt Russell Crowe. And I'm, I'm going to be going with Nada.
0: Nada!
4: Alright, uh, Dan. Oh, man. This one's actually probably the hardest choice for me, especially considering I was on the losing side of many of the battles on this right, bracket. Dan You're still a winner yeah. in my book. <laughs> um, I still think that the only reason that the alien from the thing isn't considered more of a threat is because of where it takes place also because that alien, like basically you can see the, the, the through lines the alien was trying to get out of there because it wanted to get into more people. But if yeah, that was let loose like, on a major population, it would like, annihilate people. Unlike the, they live aliens that, uh, you know, just wanted to subjugate us, basically.
0: Yeah, if it, if the thing dropped, if the UFO carrying the thing dropped in like Manhattan, like millions of people would have been assimilated, uh, pretty quick.
1: Yeah, good thing was, it was uh, shot down by that other spaceship in that deleted scene that
4: you didn't see.
0: <laughs> is that is that true? <laughs> it's actually
4: the Predator ship while it was dropping the other one mm-hmm. off into the jungle. Mm-hmm.
1: It's actually a, a a a tie-in to Predator Two. <laughs> when uh, they're going to go pick up uh, the retarded predator? Uh, oh, this who... is in
0: the director's cut where Harrison Ford was now rating, right? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, and anyway. uh, as they find the ship and they shoot it down, and it lands in the Antarctic,
4: and then all the Lakers dress up as predators and have a dance off, <laughs> the Harlem Globetrotters.
1: And then they they go to to finish it off, and they find out, oh shit, we're we're on the wrong continent. And then it runs into Alien versus Predator, the first one. Boom! Just
0: put the glasses on. No, but it's by—it's pure luck that the thing landed in Antarctica. Like, if it—if Dan's right, like if it landed in any other big populated area, they would be fucked. But uh, anyway, so go ahead, Dan.
4: That for me is why I—I I think that threat level is—is is higher. Uh, not to mention that the other aliens can be killed by most conventional means. The fucking alien from the thing, like. Even lighting on fire is not a guaranteed kill all the time, especially if there's different parts of it separating and finding other people to infect. Um, head to head, uh, I mean, I, I think I think I might subdue the McCready because, again, like I said, he's a, a veteran of a war, not to mention he has the ability to fly. He, can do all kinds of other things. So, if he was in a fucking helicopter, he could probably fucking mow him down without even getting close to him if he had access to it. Um, And then survivability, I would give the nada because we don't really know unless we're counting the video game. McCready makes that alive. But I think uh, for me, it's two out of three going to Kurt Russell. All
1: right, uh, Steve.
5: So... I've never seen either of these. Which one is Rowdy Roddy Piper? Uh, they live. They live. Okay, so Rowdy Roddy Piper. Because just when you think you have the answers, I change the questions.
1: Oh, shit. All right. I guess I got to break the tie. Oh. Um, all right. As far as survival ability, hmm, see, doesn't Nada sacrifice himself at the end of the movie?
0: I mentioned that last week and you, you were saying it was ambiguous because I, I was like, no, I was die? it was
1: no, I was saying it was ambiguous if he if he actually fully dies. But I, I know that's that he
0: sacrificing would be fully dying.
1: Well, you could sacrifice yourself and still live. I mean, people jump in front of bullets all the time.
5: No, that's just they because live. live like oh, sin, like <laughs> Sinbad. <in
2: place. laughs> kidding, lives.
1: But uh, Mike, did did
0: he actually sacrifice himself?
2: I don't remember. Uh, I I don't remember him dying.
0: They both die at the end of their movies, discounting any video game that were sequels. Well, that
1: doesn't help. Um, As far as the threat goes, I'm kind of on the side of uh, They Live because it is more widespread. Um,
2: Supposedly he does die. I'm looking at Wikipedia.
0: hmm.
2: Which guy? Nada
0: is he alive nada all right well in
1: that case and will i'll g- I'll, g- I'll give it to macready then um survivability so then it comes down to the fight and uh, i don't see i kind of feel like nada would 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 almost win in a fight because we see him fight quite often in the
0: movie and he you know, yeah, that's what I was saying. He suplexes the shit out of Keith David. He does. Like over and over again. He gives him, like, five German suplexes.
1: And realistically, in and I can only go off of what's in the movie, MacReady, um, you know, he gets his ass beat a few times. It's, it's, it's either he has to threaten the rest of the people with dynamite, or, uh, you know, he uses dynamite again to try to blow up the thing. So I don't really remember any instances in the thing where he looks like a physical threat, um, whereas Nada definitely does. so i'm I think I'm gonna have to go nada on this one. Uh, and Jason's oh, heart man. dies a little.
0: <laughs> McCready's just the thing is one of my favorite movies. They live isn't. so this is a little painful, but it's okay
5: because okay. they live is still good bringing a coconut for you for you
1: sean no don't do that
5: <laughs> Bring bringing coconut
1: i don't want it <laughs> i <don't> want it <laughs> all right well that's uh brings us to the end of round two of the bracket and uh let's preview the matchups that we have coming up for the next round we're gonna have uh ellen ripley facing off against the ghostbusters oh no <laughs> uh we're gonna have uh seth gecko facing kirsty cotton um Ooh. We will have Ash Williams facing off against Cherry, Cherry Darling.
5: Oh, that's interesting.
1: And doc- they both
5: have
0: weapon appendages.
1: They do. And uh, Doctor Herbert West facing off against John Nada.
0: Hmm. Put on the Not
5: damn
1: glasses. I'll miss it. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's that's uh that's what we have for uh, for the tournament this week. However, before we get out of here, we do have some time. Would you guys like to hear? Some Miss Lena stories.
3: What I the fuck? Right in my ass. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> no. What? It's like that Vox you sent me. <laughs> that was bad. That was bad. Yeah. I open up the Voxer app and I, I go click Steve's message and it's just like silence.
5: Yes. It was a really loud fart. <laughs> it hurt my butt.
0: And then Stone Cold Voxman and he's just
5: like. How you doing, Jason? <laughs> now the broken skull ranch. Dude. Broken skull challenge. <laughs> the reason he makes other people do it is because he can't fucking do it. He'd be like, Jesus fucking Christ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the uh, Stone Cold was a smoker?
5: I mean, everybody did back in the '90s, but I don't I think don't he know. made it like a thing. I mean, <laughs> he
0: did a smoking skull bell belt belt. <laughs> uh, anyway. Well, and that,
5: that that recent picture of him in Post Malone, he had a cigarette and a Bud Light, so who knows? Oh, okay. No. Definitely smokes now. All
1: right. Uh, our first story, speaking of uh, weird odors, um, a Baltimore high school was evacuated and five people taken to a hospital on Thursday in a, in a hazmat scare that turned out to be a pumpkin spice air freshener. <laughs>
0: what the fuck?
4: What? <laughs>
0: fuck Halloween.
4: Fucking pumpkin spice.
0: <laughs> so would someone like like yeah, plug, in plug in a Glade plug-in or some shit and everyone just thought it was toxic gas?
1: Kind of, yeah. Um, the Christo Cristo, Ray Jesuit High School uh, wrote on its website that a, quote, strange odor was uh, detected... Odor.
3: <laughs> odor.
5: Was, uh, odor. <laughs> ...was
1: detected on the third floor at 2.30 p.m. Uh, the school was evacuated, with uh, emergency medical teams treating some people on the scene at the, oh, the uh, love of oh. as the uh, the the hazmat uh, unit investigated the odor. Uh, apparently, it was traced to a plug-in aerosol air freshener with pumpkin <laughs> spice scent.
0: Oh my God! The only people that weren't affected were the BWBs. Uh, the what? Basic white. Basic I, white I knew what he
4: was going, but I wasn't going to say it out loud. So oh. There's some things that just won't do. So,
5: or, <laughs> people that were treated, the people that were treated for overexposure, spontaneously had their shoes turn into Uggs, and they got like little vests and stuff. Yeah, they all turn into <laughs> mini Han Solos. They're or, like, oh no!
1: Or maybe it's like uh, Cloverfield. They take them behind the screen, and their heads explode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then and then TJ Miller gets eaten by a giant monster. Mm-hmm. Aha!
5: Uh-huh.
1: Uh, oh, in total, five people were taken to the hospital with reported nausea due to the odor.
5: Oh uh, my God! America, I'm strong.
0: Anything to get out of class, guys. Yeah, see Oh, that's a good point, Dan. I would have totally done that.
5: Like, <laughs> oh, it's noxious fumes. <laughs> Take me home. I would have just. I would have just clapped and like shit my pants. <laughs> I mean, You'd you did anyway. Yeah, oh, you done that anyway. You would have gotten <laughs> sent <sedative laughs> home anyway, but. Okay. <laughs> I
0: would shit, I would shit my pants anyway. You shit your pants every time you vox me. That's true. It's bad.
1: <laughs> uh, our next story, uh, staying with the Halloween theme. Uh, guys, are are you uh, looking for your Halloween costumes right now?
5: Yes.
0: Yeah, I'm looking yeah. at your Facebook profile. <laughs> oh. Whoa! I don't understand. <laughs> um, I'm handsome. I don't. Uh, no, I, I got mine clothing. picked out. It's gonna be it's gonna be really cool.
1: Well, uh, a new study shows that wearing Halloween costumes increases your chance of getting lice.
5: Oh, that uh, that makes sense. I get it. Yep. Um, you try, try on masks and stuff in the stores. Ugh. Or wigs.
0: <laughs> Mike, you used to work at Spirit of Halloween, right?
2: I did. Did you ever get lice? <laughs> um, maybe. Not, not
4: that he knows of. <laughs>
2: no, I, I didn't. I did not try on the masks. <laughs> they had a, a hot God. Okay, now, now you remind me. I mean, there's Trigger. a good chance that there was lace in it, but they had a Michael Myers mask from Halloween Six, from back in 1995. The I am not fucking mask? kidding. Yeah, well, they, like they, one of the ones that came out back then. Oh, what's what, cool. Yeah, what they do is they 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 pack it back up, ship it to the warehouse, and it comes back the next year. Oh, that's like, disgusting. Like were there were old-ass bottles of fake blood, oh. and I am not kidding. A Michael Myers mask, old? that was 20 years old. Jesus,
0: yeah. there's probably like a colony of lice in there, and like like scabies and shit like that.
2: Yeah. You should have worn said. it. Yeah. No, No, thank you.
1: <laughs> uh, Cherry Sexton, uh, a Oregon nurse practitioner, said, quote, uh, we have a lot of people going into stores right now trying on masks, trying on costumes, and trying on wigs. Uh, and a lot of people don't give much thought to the fact that several people could have tried it on before them. Um, and she advises the following tips when trying on a potential costume to avoid lice. Uh, she says, never try on a mask in a store without wearing a bathing cap over your hair. <laughs>
5: yeah, That's, that's right, wait, that's what, right what, everyone. That's <laughs> right, everyone. You're assuming at you all times, guys. guys. <laughs>
3: bring,
5: bring
0: your you your bathing costume on Amazon. What's this lady's name again?
1: Uh, Cherry Sexton.
0: Oh, it's the the chick from the bracket, right?
1: (laughs) No. (laughs) Uh, She also says uh, to put your new costume in a tightly sealed bag for at least 48 hours before wearing it to kill off any lice that may be on it.
0: Just spray it with Lysol. There's lice in the name. Lysol. Oh, my God.
1: And she also says to uh, throw dryer friendly costumes into the dryer for 45 minutes before wearing them.
0: Hell yeah. We should just dress up as each other for Halloween. Like I'll wear like a obscure shirt with <laughs> evil dead on it.
1: Yeah. You know why that's so funny?
0: <laughs> well, no, something else that was said earlier
4: is really funny too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes.
1: Um,
5: oh. side jokes.
1: Anyway, moving on our next story, a Wyoming man accused of public intoxication allegedly told police he traveled from the year 2048 to warn mankind of an impending invasion by extraterrestrials.
0: Oh, no, I read this, actually, and it's true. David Duchovny was right all along. (laughs) The the, the aliens are real. The invasion is 2029. Aliens are going to come down in the year 2029 and and turn us all upside down and put uh, beer bottles up our ass, just like in that episode of Mansers. Because when Spike TV... Was was uh, was showing Mansers and the radio signals or the TV signals went out into space. That's what the Why aliens. Are we letting came up. them still talk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. So then, so then the aliens watched that episode of Mansers and they're just like, "That's how we intoxicate the humans. We put alcohol up their re- their rectum." So this man from the future is telling the truth, and the government is lying to us this whole time. Or he could New just, just be a
4: drunk uh, X Files fan.
0: I mean, there's that too, but I like my story. Yeah,
4: he had a horrible accident, wrecked him, how it killed him. Oh.
1: <laughs> and you, okay, you're both done. Uh, the uh, the man, his name is Bryant Johnson. By the way, I don't trust any man with two last names for a name. <laughs> um, he said uh, police smelled. Uh, or I'm sorry, the police said they smelled. He smelled of alcohol and spoke with a slurred speech, uh, allegedly told officers that quote the aliens were coming next year and we need to make sure to leave as fast as possible
0: imagine if he's completely right Uh,
1: maybe i don't know Uh, according to the report he didn't specify an exact date or time for the aliens arrival Um,
0: (laughs) just like those christian guys like yeah the end of the world is this month yeah oh no i meant next month (laughs) uh
1: he refused to speak with nurses and doctors and instead insisted on meeting with the president of the town Oh, do do towns have presidents? Is that a thing?
4: <laughs> yeah, I
5: don't think I don't think that's how that uh, works. Is this not anymore. an
4: American story? Because that that could. No, he's it's from America, Wyoming. Damn it, hmm.
0: Wyoming yeah, is technically not that. part of America anymore.
4: <laughs> oh,
1: um, Johnson uh, informed the officers that he was able to travel through time because the aliens filled his body with alcohol. Uh, <laughs>
0: Oh my god, Evan would have been in the year 3000 by now if alcohol makes you travel through time. Uh,
1: He also claimed he stood on a giant pad which then transported him to the year 2017 although he said he was supposed to be sent to the year 2018. So the aliens fucked him up.
5: (laughs) Am I too soon? soon? (laughs) I'm too early!
0: (laughs) Lois, she's the key! Mm -hmm. Uh, So that's why that scene in Batman Superman happened, just because the flat. And I mean, uh, Bruce Wayne was drunk.
1: Yes. Um, Let's see. Uh, Johnson, who allegedly was found with a blood alcohol concentration of point one three six, was eventually transported to the county detention center without further incident. And that's where he remains to this day.
0: Mike, you have been awfully silent for this whole story.
2: I am just trying to absorb all of this.
0: You no, know, you mean avoid all of this. I think you have something yes. to do with this. Mike, are you uh, an alien?
2: I can neither confirm nor deny these allegations. I mean, there <laughs> was that one
0: time in college where I saw your penis and it had a mouth.
3: <laughs> a spiky are, are you related <laughs> to Tommy? No, Jason. Tommy so? Jason,
1: that was your mouth.
0: Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's right. Oh, God. That night was just a blur to me. Weenie.
3: <laughs> Weenie.
1: <laughs> uh, anyway, our uh, our last story: Police in Henderson, Kentucky, are having a tough time searching for a robber of a Rally's restaurant because the suspect is a man dressed as a giant Coke bottle.
2: <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty unique worked for Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the restaurant was closed at the time of the robbery, uh, with only the manager in the place, according to the department's release. A surveillance video shows the manager opening the back door to give a bag to the giant Coke bottle, <laughs> who then barges into this the, the restaurant. Um, apparently, the supersized soda was carrying a handgun, but, didn't, did, not, <laughs> but did not bust a cap during the robbery.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh Yo,
0: who wrote God. this? Give that man an Oscar. <laughs> uh,
1: the Coke bottle was able to get away with $500, and apparently he was driving a gray minivan. So if anyone sees a giant Coke bottle in a gray minivan.
5: And what state was this? Uh, Kentucky. Uh, oh, why am, I not, why am I not surprised? And then when he pulled away, he said, I can smell your Coke. <laughs> okay. uh, uh,
1: wouldn't that be Maryland, actually? <laughs>
0: yeah. I'm well... Scared. I don't know what I was gonna say. I it just I hope they find this man, or person, or a woman, or coke bottle.
4: Yeah,
1: Jason, why why are you being sexist?
0: You're right. This person sexually identifies as a coke bottle. I should not judge. Jason's right. When
5: you're right. You're <laughs> Thank right. you, Steve. Jason's right.
1: Matt, white is right. I'm not touching
0: that. Right. Hey,
5: <laughs> hey! I heard that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs>
0: I heard that. <laughs> just kidding, ladies and gentlemen. Take your fingers off the
5: keyboard. Or yeah, everybody, everybody just got angry. We're so ready to write an angry comment. Yeah, Jason, yeah. why would
1: you have to say that? That was so inappropriate of you.
5: Jesus Christ! <laughs>
0: Listen, I just love Coke bottles. That's right.
1: Especially vanilla right. Coke.
0: <laughs> um, any more stories?
1: No, that's all we have.
0: All we have, okay. Uh, let's put a bow on the end of this before my uh, microphone starts turning into a robot like every time we record. Um, no, you have the new one. It doesn't do that. I know it was a fucking joke. Put on the damn glasses, Sean. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, let's put a bow on the uh, end. Well, put a bow on the end of this episode, everybody. We hope you enjoyed round two of the Horror Heroes Tournament here on Blah Blah Podcast. Remember, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean for all your Blah Blah updates. And uh, if you're unfamiliar to this, check out our other tournaments. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean for all your Blah Blah updates. And uh, take a look at any of our past um, tournaments we did, like the Star Wars one, the other horror one, uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one on our iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean feed, and take a look at the first episode of our Horror Heroes Tournament, just so you're all completely caught up to date in a nice little podcasting bow. So you can follow me on Twitter at jgscreen89. Uh, Email me whenever you want, even if you just want to say hi at jgreen89 at Gmail. And uh, lastly, follow this podcast on Twitter, blah, blah, pod one.
1: Sean! Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it is uh, the underscore Brack Show. And also, uh, this is a big deal, guys. I'm giving out my my uh, personal phone number for everyone who wants to call me. Uh, my number is so anyone who wants to uh, have a private conversation with me,
5: call that number.
0: Why are you plugging my phone number?
5: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I heard it. I heard it, and I was like. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's not funny. Yes, it is. It's a little funny.
5: <laughs> I, was so, I was so confused. I was like, first of all, that's not Sean's number. And second of all, what the hell's going on?
2: Obviously, uh, I'm going to take it out. I mean, come on. No, you leave it all and just bleep it.
0: Hey, you could just bleep all that out. Uh, sorry, Sean. You could uh, continue with your your social media. I had somebody today.
4: else's number right now.
0: Alright, I guess we're all plugging in. Understand? Alright, Dan, you're up. Uh,
4: yeah, if you want to follow me on Twitter, you can at f a t a x six six six. Badass. Yeah. <laughs> not really, but I don't feel like explaining it.
0: <laughs> Ooh, to uh, we're not in the in crowd, huh?
4: It's just a band name, an acronym. Oh. It's that's all. See I like sexes.
0: I like
5: sex too, Dan. Steve. I like sex. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Sayan S A I Y A N Barbarian. My YouTube shout out for this week. I think I'm gonna shout out good old Up Up Down Down. If oh, you're into Austin wrestling, Creed. If you're into watching, if you're into wrestling and video games, and you want to watch wrestlers play video games, it's the perfect YouTube channel for you.
1: If you want to see AJ Styles destroy a
5: controller. If you want to see AJ Styles destroy controller and make so many excuses for losing, it'll it'll be your favorite YouTube channel. Wow, is he a sore loser? Oh you have no, you have con- no idea. You have to watch him play Madden against Seth Rollins. You'll have you'll laugh your ass off. Was this kayfabe? No, it was no, this was this was real as real can be. He was not Damn. happy.
4: He complained the first time they played because it was on PlayStation. He's an Xbox player. No, and it's played, the
5: same shit. And then yeah. it,
4: that's why I tell Sean all the time too. Listen, it was the a. The only brother.
0: difference is the the buttons are a little like slanted or whatever on the Xbox controller, which I was personally a, like. Was a shoot, brother, brother. <laughs> Jason,
1: are you saying that because it's a, it's an Asian controller?
0: I fucking knew you were gonna <laughs> say that, you prick. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're just kidding, everybody. Jesus Christ. Everybody I mean, aren't they
1: made in China?
0: No, they're made in Japan. I Actually, I don't know. I thought they were made in Japan. Yeah. Now
1: I'm the asshole. Okay. Oh no. The
0: Xbox is an American. No. Well, Xbox I think outsources their uh, products to China, but Let's it's an American. See? Exactly. Well, you brought it up. You phone number person. <laughs> oh, what? Uh, that's I... make No comment. All right, everybody, touch tips and makeup. <laughs> All right, John, come here. We got a doc. <laughs>
1: How? That's not possible.
0: <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, before I throw it off to you, Mike, uh, speaking of YouTube, I just want to plug my YouTube channel, Jason Greenscreen. It's spelled like it's sound, all one word. You can find my reviews. Mike, take it away.
2: Go Green Apple all the way. Okay, no. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Mike underscore Dowling. Uh, I don't think I've posted anything on there in a long time, but you can do it anyway. You just know, for funsies. There, I, I just got some follower who uh, – wh- wh- where are you? Uh – No, he's right behind you. I'm going to find (laughs) you now. Uh, No, I I just... Someone named Murray Newlands, who is verified and has like a million and a half followers, decided to follow me a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I don't know why. Oh, this is the guy Um, that you put uh, alcohol up his ass. (laughs) That that, that explains a lot.
1: Who is this Uh, guy? Tell us more about him.
2: uh, He is a contributor for Forbes, the entrepreneur magazine. Oh, shit. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I just, like, I don't open Twitter that much, but I decided to because I, I don't remember. I think I saw something for, like, Blah Blah, and I just wanted to open up Twitter. I think it was to see the actual bracket from uh, mm.
1: last week. Do you, do you think you and, can get him on the show?
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, I'm, I'm one of, uh, <laughs> how, how many followers? Let's see. He, he also, oh <laughs> well, he has about two million followers, but he's uh. also following, he must have, like, a team of people. Uh, mm. to, to, to follow other. Do people, they look at he, porn he, while they're on? Well, and one can only hope because I'm sure they curate it. Are his
0: DMs open?
2: They will be soon. <laughs> Slip on it.
0: In. <laughs> Slide into them, baby. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening. And remember, we are on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, and Podbean. And have a great night.